I know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios. I used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted, salted, wonderful pistachios in the cart when I was grocery shopping growing up. And I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors. And I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your host, Anne Catherine. Don't worry, Caroline is in this episode, too, because we are revisiting a goal-setting episode. I thought this would be the perfect episode as it's Christmas right now, Um, but everyone is gearing up for the new year. Maybe you're thinking about New Year's resolutions. Maybe you aren't. You don't have to if you don't want to, but if you are, I feel like this would be a really good episode for you to get your mind thinking and maybe thinking about goals in a different way. I feel like we have a couple goal setting episodes out there and this one takes maybe a little bit of a different perspective or if you've been following the show for a while you've kind of gotten to see the evolution of both of our perspectives on goal setting and I think now it's a more broad and kind of open-ended perspective on goal setting which I think is super cool whether you've listened to this episode before it was originally aired in September or if this is your first time listening I feel like you're gonna get a lot of good stuff out of this whether you agree wholeheartedly or it makes you think a little bit that's what we're trying to do here but I did just want to say First of all, Merry Christmas if you celebrate Christmas. Happy holidays for whatever holiday you celebrate or have celebrated. I feel like this honestly doesn't feel like that Christmassy of a Christmas. Maybe it's just me. I hope (laughs) you guys have a more holiday feeling holiday, but I just want to thank you guys because the best gift that you guys have given us this whole year is supporting the podcast, supporting each of us individually, and we can never say thank you enough. So thank you for that. And as a little Christmas holiday gift, we're giving free shipping, international shipping is discounted as well, for all bundles of the merch. So if you want some, go check it out. The link will be the first link in the show notes below. If you do want to get the Impress Yourself collection for yourself, I feel like it's the best holiday gift to give to yourself. So many of you guys have written in and said that you know you bought it for yourself, and I eat that up. I think that is amazing because number one, it's impress yourself. Like you are impressing yourself. I feel like getting that is just proving it to yourself. So I love that you're taking the initiative and doing that. I think it's so fun and I'm so happy that you guys all love it and can't wait to see more people's pictures and messages about it. If you do have any pictures or you have gotten merch, let me know. Send me a message, send me a picture in it. I I eat it up. I eat it up. The next episode of the show is going to go out on January 2nd. So I feel like that calls for an updated session about each of our goals and maybe a little more like tangible sessions. We'll check in with that. Maybe it'll be a double take segment. 
if you guys want to write in your goals, share them with us. If you make any vision boards, I always love to see that. Um, but yeah, share those with us and we can share those on the double take. We'll share our own goals for the new year and, and we'll get into this episode. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine and Caroline. If you're new here, welcome, welcome. If you've been here, welcome back. <laughs> We're happy you're back. Welcome, welcome? What well, like, welcome, like, welcome... It's the first welcome, you so know? So true. It's not a welcome back. It's like, a, we're happy you're here. We hope you stay here. Why does that sound like a sorority? Like, we're so happy you're <laughs> here. Um, but yeah, podcast, this is it. You've made it. You found it. You're in the right spot. Like, starting an episode is so weird. Like, I know what I'm going to say for the next hour, but it's just like... No, the first three minutes. The first like, three we minutes have no are just so... They're like, hi. Hi. We just hit record. We have no, like, opening plan. We're like, we have the whole episode. We know what we're talking about. But it's the first five minutes that I'm like... Like, well, we can't tell you everything we're going to talk about, but also, like, we have stuff to talk about. And I'm like, I know I'm talking to some people who really know us, and I know I'm talking to some people who have never been here before, so I'm like, who who do I address? You. (laughs) You. Um, Welcome. Okay. So, we're going to be talking about goal setting and, like... Talking about it in a new fashion than I guess we have before. I did realize this morning, like, the, the word goals is, like, in the name. In the name I of know. this shit. Cross so maybe goals. this episode is contradictory, but, like... But not necessarily. I feel like say, it's, like, an open conversation about goal setting. The good, the bad, the why, the how, the who. The when. So true. The positive, okay, the negative. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so step number one is, if you're not already doing so, social media... Follow us at and Catherine Kaneen, at Caroline Kaneen, at Girls with Girls Pod. That's across all the boards, TikTok and Instagram, all of them. I definitely would be following the podcast account now because I feel like in the next couple of months, like we're gonna have some exciting things to share on there. Um, so highs, lows, and goals. That's how we start the episodes. My high, because this has been the first like full week back at school. Honestly, like I'm feeling so confident in my school and my major and the things that. I'm like learning like I feel like I made a really good choice of school and of major which I feel like is kind of rare so I'm just kind of feeling like grateful for that because I don't know like I sit down in every class and I'm like genuinely very interested in what I'm learning it's like feels like things that I'm passionate about like I'm excited to learn about it I'm excited to take notes about it and I feel like also everything that I'm learning is very applicable to the things that I do like as an international business major, like, like, I don't know, like, I want to travel, but also business in general, like, learning about marketing and being able to, like, think about that directly into, like, my personal brand in the podcast and just, like, learning about finance and negotiation as I'm, like, negotiating brand deals and doing those sorts of things. Like, everything that I'm learning is very interesting to me because it's very applicable to, like, everything that I'm doing and trying to do like in my career and in this kind of life and so I feel like I'm like I'm just always genuinely really excited about the things that I'm learning and I also feel like Northeastern as a school having like an internship program having a lot of study abroad having flexibility like I don't know I'm just feeling like I'm actually in a place that is a really good fit for me which feels good and you um my hi I feel like it's borderline comes from the same place but I feel like um life hasn't felt I don't know like not to say, like, COVID again, but I feel like life has been so weird and it hasn't felt like real life or, like, moving at the pace of real life, um, but I feel like the past couple weeks it has in a kind of, like, monotonous, kind of boring way, but, like, in a good way. You know what I mean? Like, like you, I've just been doing yeah. my little daily tasks and following my schedule and, like, that's it. That's, yeah. like, what I'm doing when I feel like I haven't really had a flowing lifestyle, like, day-to-day um, plan like that since, like, high school. Like, yeah. it gives – the energy is, like, my sophomore year of high school, like, winter. If, if that makes sense to anyone else. Yeah. But it makes sense to me. Like, it's just, like, you do your things during the day, and then you, like, do them again, and it's – you like them, and, like, it's fun. I don't know. No, I, I – honestly, I feel the same way because I feel like we have had, like, a long kind of lull without – having like a lot of external responsibilities and accountability like of like having to go to actual classes having to like submit assignments at certain times like having to do that and then also kind of try to manage 
your own life and things so I feel like it honestly is exciting even like having a lot of things to do and feeling busy like feeling busy when you're feeling like you're actually excited about the things that you're busy about and you're like on top of your shit like that's such a good feeling right kind of just makes you realize what you're capable of kind of vibe okay and then my low is that I have been doing so much and that I've been so busy and have been so exhausted and like my body physically is so tired from like working out harder I feel like when you're when you do more you do more like it's just exponential it's like workouts are wild and my body is so sore that I physically can't sit still like last night I was trying to study it was like I don't know 3 p.m I'm like I could go to sleep right now like I'm I'm like couldn't sit still and then I like somehow it was 10 30 and I'm like still studying and I'm like just were you really studying that late? And ginger. Yeah, I was, I was like, gonna sorry. say that I feel like you have, or like both of us have been on like a good sleep schedule, like going to bed early. Like I've been trying to not work after dinner and anything at all, and like wind down. I thought you were kind of on the same, but maybe last night was just different. Well, I've been on the like I wake up at five and go to sleep at like nine thirty ten. So it's pretty pretty solid. I know I'm always like, oh, I went to sleep so late last night, and then it's like ten. Right. Literally 10. And I'm like, that's so embarrassing. That's so embarrassing. It's helping us out because our roommate, Anna, is a nursing major and she's working at a hospital right now. And so her hours on days that she works are like 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. So she'll come home and she literally will go to bed at like 9 p.m. because she's so exhausted. And she has to get up early again. So now the whole, like, all three of us are on our like 6 a.m. wake up, like 9 to 10, go to bed, and like that's just the routine that we're all on. And yesterday, it, it kind of helps, like it flows together. Like we have dinner together, and then we all just wind down and go to bed. Yesterday, and then we wake up and do it again. She was waking up for work, and I was like on my way out the door. Like she like walked out of her door, and I'm like walking out of my door. It's like five in the morning. It's pitch black dark. Okay, well my low is just that I've been going to the gym at the wrong times. Some days, straight like, up the literal worst times. Like you know, not to go to the gym at five p.m. Yeah, like That's on rule number one. On days when I don't have morning classes, like I've been going at a good like eight a.m. But then on days, like I have a couple days in the week where I have eight a.m. classes, and then they go all day. And then I've been going in the afternoon, and it's impossible to get a workout in because the school gym is just absolutely so crowded. So I think that next week my goal is to try to on those morning class days, like just get up early and really get to it in the morning so that I can actually have time and space in the gym. Well, I just, my days have been so packed that I haven't been able to like go for a nice walk, take a little break. Yeah. Um, or when I do, like the other day I went and I fully was like having to manually move my legs because I was in so much pain. <laughs> I was so sore. I was like, if I could, if it was socially acceptable, I would like be picking and up and putting down my leg like it was so bad I took a one walk around the block like I went to Whole Foods and back it is two minutes away it took me 45 minutes <laughs> and then god forbid I have to like walk up our stairs to get oh, to the yeah. apartment I'm like huffing and puffing like <laughs> grunting up the stairs because I fully just can't move it's kind of fun no yeah get yourself for a long walk especially when the weather is nice right now before it gets too cold like you gotta be getting outside I want to, like, sit in the park sometime next week if I can do that. Just, like, sit in the park, listen to music, read a book. I know. How did I have so much... Like, I had time to do that. But, like, the past few days, I genuinely... Like, yesterday, 5 a.m. till 10.30 p.m., I was doing something every second of the day. Like, actively engaged in something. And I, like, didn't have time to even finish everything. Well, try I to go for a walk or, like, get a good break today or something. Yeah. We'll see... Okay, so this episode's about goal setting. We've talked about, I mean, girls with goals, like I said. Like, the, it's in the name. Like, we have goals. I think my has, okay, I was just talking about this. Sometimes when I have to, like, introduce the fact that I have a podcast or, like, explain the podcast to someone new, I, like, borderline get embarrassed being like, oh, it's called Girls with Goals. Because in this space, in this niche, like, if you're looking for this, like, it's comfortable, makes sense, it's like you get the vibe. But saying that to someone who has no idea anything or is, like, not interested in it and is just interested in, like, oh, you have a podcast, that's cool. Like, oh, learning about you, that's cool. Not actually, like, oh, I love health and wellness content. And you say girls with goals. Then they're like, what the fuck? What do you mean? Like, you I'm think just, it's in not my head, explanatory I'm like, oh, of, like, what it is? No, I think it absolutely is. But, like, in – because 
like love the name for the show. I feel like it's very fitting. I think it's like a perfect podcast name for. Like, but what whenever we are. I have to tell someone, I like stutter and hesitate, and I get super embarrassed. I'm like, girls with goals. No, I totally understand. <laughs> I'm like, like it like slightly like, sounds cheesy, but I think but that it's like in, in the podcast context, like no, in the context, it and it's, it's like perfect. a strong name. Like I but love the me sitting I'm in my business lecture, like business model innovation. It's like you have to. We're going around the room day one and like say a fun fact. My fun fact is like, oh, I have a podcast. I'm going to give nothing more. Like, and then something like, oh, what's it called? Or like, what's about? And then I have to sit in my lecture in front of everyone and be like, girls with goals. And then they're like, oh, <laughs> they're not actually like, no one thinks that. But in yeah. my head, I'm like, people are. I think podcast names it. in general are a little like silly because it just, you're not going to put it just under your name. Like everything else I do is just under my name. But if I was just like the Carolyn Kaneen podcast, no, you no gotta, one like, would know what they're getting from that. Right. You really got to like hone in on it. So what um, are you getting from this? Well, today oh, you're getting oh, so a anyway, conversation like, about goal setting. Because in my head, there's so much backstory into the, like, the name. Because when I say goals, I'm like, oh, blah, blah, blah. We'll get into, like, this is the whole episode. Um, but sometimes I'm like, fuck that. Like, who, like, shut up about goals. Literally shut up about goals. Because we've always been told to set goals and to have goals. And sorry, but it's really fucking annoying. Like, goal setting in school, I remember in, like, middle school. Or quite literally every semester of every grade of school I've ever been in we've like sat down and planned out our like smart goals or our goals for the semester our goals in life and then what do you do with that absolutely nothing quite literally not a singular thing like and then there's just there's so much pressure to like have these tangible milestones constantly have it like written out written down planned out but that's so different from actually doing things and actually like genuinely having a goal because if you're sitting in school or like at work you have a meeting with your boss and you're like oh here's like plan out five goals you want to see in the next year yeah you then you have to like scrounge up and search for things or like put words maybe to what you want or put tangible like steps to get there which i good great obviously that's there's benefits to that but sometimes you just gotta shut up and do it and I used to get so irritated and I'm obviously still getting irritated with like having goals because borderline they're stupid because you spend so much time conceptualizing and planning and thinking about what you want to do instead of doing it I feel like you just over compartmentalize and like over detail it and it just gets to a point where then you don't care anymore Mm. about it like because if you're forced to write it down and overthink and overdo anything if it's if there's the pressure there and there's the like need to you know separate maybe the idea from the actual doing of it then you just don't do a single thing you just like it just goes away it's just like no yeah no I know what you mean I think the four schools where you're like it gets rid of the like the intuition and the actual passion and drive of like doing that and having a goal because it's like goals that you're actually gonna follow through with you don't need to write them down sorry well I think there's benefits to it but what I'm saying is the goals that you're actually gonna follow through with are not forced ones where somebody says sit down and map out five goals right now it's the things that you actually feel a drive to do and feel motivated to do and like have an intuition in your life to do and then you can set like actual numbers and milestones and things to it but for the most part it's things that you just personally feel driven to do whether it is for work or whether it is like a personal change or growth I think that like there's there's such a benefit to goal setting and having goals in general like really move your life forward and help you feel accomplished but it's that forced planned goal setting where you're not really just like thinking about it and moving towards it intuitively yourself when you're like in a classroom and you have to like write a smart goal about something that you know you're actually not going to do and don't want to do you know right I honestly like I have this one vivid memory of like eighth grade like writing class and we had to like go on this in-depth like 10 page paper on all of our smart goals and like they go through all the different letters and like categories and subcategories and like detail this goal and what was the goal something I pulled out of my ass just because we're doing it for a grade like it was probably like write xyz or like use alliteration more in my writing and then I have to set like a smart goal on how I'm going to accomplish it when I do not give a shit about this goal 
So I'm just, I'm doing it because it's what someone else wants to hear or whatever. And I'm not going to do a single thing with it. Or if we had to like do a little check-in, what do you do? You make it up. You make up that you're like actively working towards it or that you're following the steps because you genuinely don't care. But you're forced to and there's so much pressure to have those goals. And I think that exists in the real world, just like societal pressures to do so not saying in the real world like out and about you're going to be asked to like submit a paper on your goals um but there is pressure to like have things and always be working towards some concrete thing that you could talk about or like write down like you know something that's so real and detailed and specific and I don't think that needs to be the case And honestly, like, my apathy or recent apathy towards goal setting, and a lot of it came out in the, um, if you guys listen to the episode about you don't need to change, like, borderline same fundamental ideas here, is that the pressure to always have a goal that you're working towards, a set in stone, tangible, like, black and white type goal is overwhelming Mm -hmm. and unnecessary, don't get me wrong like I'm the type of person that I will for fun on like a Wednesday night after one minor inconvenience like sit down and replan my entire life down to the detail like all the details but like that's for fun like I'll do it for fun not actually because I'm going to do it you know what I mean like it's almost like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and I I have a tendency to like over plan and over do those things and it's fun in a way that I I will not follow through with that if I I will never once look back at that document exactly the (laughs) number of times that I've over planned like here's every single TikTok that I'm gonna make for the next month blah 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 and you leave no room for flexibility or intuition or just things flowing intuition is key there like we'll talk about that in a second then you don't follow through when there's no space in that plan and when the goal has to be so solidified with specific dates and specific numbers that it's hard to just like live it when it becomes like I said black and white or like Mm -hmm. success or failure and anything in between doesn't exist type of thing yeah that's when it's borderline stupid well and borderline like shut up about it when everything is that goal because to have like a few goals or one offer like when it matters to actually have those set in stone like detailed step-by-step goals if you're trying to achieve something specific by a specific date Mm -hmm. go for it but if you're doing everything trying to do everything to that degree and in that fashion like it's not going to work and it's not going to be enjoyable and it's not going to be worth it um well I like what you said about black and white because I think that that's where that's where we go wrong with a lot of things but I think that that's where the goal setting can go wrong because in general like, I think that you need to have goals. I think you need to have long-term and short-term goals. But it's that, one, forced nature of some of them, but also that black and white. And I think about that a lot, whereas, like, my goals in life, if someone was like, tell me your goals in life right now, I would, like, uh, uh. Because I know that I have so many visions and I know that I have so many goals, but I don't necessarily have these concrete, in five years, I need to be here. How it's always been for me is I know... A lot of different things that I would be really excited to achieve and that I want to see myself achieve at some point. And I know the overall vibe of who I want to be and how I want my life to be, but I don't necessarily want to force myself into a specific path on each of those because I want to leave room for life to just be life and to come as it is. And so what it looks like for me a lot of the time is like, kind of having this overall vision of who I want to be and different things that I want in my life, what I want my life to look like, what I want my life to feel like. And I have different ideas of things that could bring that for me, whether it's like right now in this moment or whether it's like a career path and achievements and family life and things like that down the line. But I don't want to write right now a five-year path for the future and set all that in stone because there's so many things that I don't know. And so many things that are out of my control and so many things that I don't know are going to come to me in the future that are going to change what I want and how I want to achieve them. Or just natural, you change your mind. Exactly. Like, you're supposed to. You're supposed to, like, yeah. be contradictory and, like, yeah. and so live your life. For me, it's like I, I'm such, like, an achieving person and I have, I would say I have so many goals, but I really try not to put super strict concrete goals because I'm learning that I... 
I do, I do well and like function a lot better when I have things that I'm working towards. But I think that almost having like too concrete of things can stop me from doing it and can be too debilitating. And like, for example, because there's too much pressure. I've been growing my Instagram and building my Instagram for the past two years. 100k is like a huge milestone that I know I will reach someday. But there's a lot of reasons why it is out of my control exactly when that is going to happen and if I put pressure on myself that like by January 1st 2023 I have to be at 100k it could almost frustrate me and stop me from making any progress if I can't get there right because Mm -hmm. it's like getting from where I'm at now to 80k is a huge achievement and a huge jump but if I told myself I have to be at 100 by this time then I would see even the progress that I made as a not good enough, as a not there. So it would stop me from seeing the wins in the progress in every step that I'm taking just if I couldn't achieve this specific raw goal at that exact specific time. Whereas I would rather look at it as like, I know that if I keep showing up and working hard and doing what I'm doing and having these you know little tasks and goals that I do every day, that 100k is a long-term goal, but I don't need to know exactly when or how I'm going to get there. I think it also, this is like my main, when I started this episode, kind of planning the rough outline, all I had up until last night was, why do we set goals? Because they add spice to life. Like, that's all I had, and honestly, that was enough for me to go off of. Like, I <laughs> could talk about that forever. But when you, like Karen was saying, over plan and go that route, it takes the spice out of it. Like, it takes the fun out of it. It takes the interest out of it. It takes the n- meaning out of it, whatever. And if you want to get into, like, meaning of life stuff, like, the meaning of life in my book is to look hot and do whatever you want. And I think that can Please. be applied to everything. Give me a goal of yours. Feel hot, maybe. No, get, be hot. Be hot. Feel yeah. hot. Give me a goal of yours. Um, see, I just told you it's hard for me to define a goal when I actually have it. Give the um, A goal of mine is to like like a certain number of like audience for the podcast per week like like I want to get like x number of streams weekly on the podcast okay number one that's doing what you want because this this is what you're interested in that's what you're gonna do and that's where you're putting your energy and like building something Mm -hmm. because bottom line like this podcast yes it's has purpose yes it's a career yes it's blah 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 fundamentally like it's just fun and we like to do it like that's what makes it what it is and that's why we keep coming back every week and like putting our energy into it because it's what we want to do the be hot part of it that's just a term it's feeling like you're aligned with yourself feeling like you're doing something feeling like you're leveling up feeling like you're good like that you're excited to show up as you are like as the person you are you feel hot yeah you're confident you're successful like it's that energy And that energy, being hot has nothing to do with, like, what you look like. It's how you present, and that has so many different facets. So that's the part. So, like, any goal, if you can adapt it to, like, being hot and doing what you want. Like, genuinely, that's what, (laughs) (laughs) like, that's the energy. Like, sorry, but life isn't that deep. Like, it's really not that deep. So, like, goals don't have to be that deep and pressure-filled. Like, they can just be as they are, what they are, and, like, you don't need to overthink them borderline another thing about kind of the long-term strict goals where I feel like it can almost stop you from achieving and reaching and it's so it's such a fine line because when I say like long-term strict goals I'm like I have long-term goals like I said like I have a long-term vision and I have those things but if I had it set in stone like exactly this is what I want to do with my career exactly this then I'm just thinking like even classes that I'm going to now in college, like when I'm learning something new and I'm interested in something new and it's like piquing my interest, if I had a set in stone plan of like, this is what I have to do in five years, I might almost stop myself from learning something new or like throwing that spice, you know, finding that spice in my life or whatever with something new because I'm like, oh, this doesn't follow the exact plan. I think sometimes if you're too too specific about those things, then you can stop yourself from having that spice and feeling excited about new things right so meaning of life spice of life it's like not to get you floating rock but like it's a float like this what is it it's not that deep like i said um life is just 
space to see what you can accomplish. And like I said be before, be contradictory. Like accomplishment accomplishments to me are failures, milestones, like the minute details, multitudes or contradictions of yourself. Like all of those things are accomplishments. Things that you do throughout your life that shape it, build it, add to the plot, whatever. Goals are the little blocks that can help you get to all those things or lead you naturally to all those things. So bigger goals like career, long-term milestones, things that deeply affect your life and can maybe form the like big picture titles of those different accomplishments in your life. Um, And then there are fun goals like hobbies that just stay hobbies, things that don't deeply affect your life or don't, um, you know, change or impact deeply who you are. So like, I don't know, learning guitar for fun or like painting hobbies that stay hobbies at the same time i feel like that could be almost more who you are than like career accomplishments and stuff like yeah. the fun things that you enjoy yeah yeah that's like your identity i don't know i think i think this could be a whole nother episode but like the you shouldn't live you know how people are like oh work on work throughout the week and then live on the weekends like if you're in a job that you genuinely hate and can't find purpose and like find a new job then quit like i know it's not that easy but you should be you shouldn't have to like spend the majority of your life doing something that doing you don't something enjoy. you don't enjoy so that you can enjoy enjoy it. and that's not to say like don't do the hard things do the hard things but like it can be hard things in something that you, you can enjoy you enjoy. can enjoy the hard things you yeah. can enjoy like living on a tight budget like is it difficult absolutely is it stressful absolutely are you doing it for a reason maybe to save money or you know stay steady or stay like surviving in your life like you're doing it for a purpose and that negates the like actual struggles of it you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it kind of eases the blow if you will but if there's no bigger purpose or intention with what you're doing and you're just absolutely not enjoying it then you should find a way to (laughs) maybe not do that um but anyway so big goals fun goals fun goals are like your hobbies it could be getting really good at making coffee like lots I don't know what whatever it could be getting a lot of in the park yeah little like the little things that don't like sway the trajectory of your life overarching but still like it obviously has an impact um either type even if it's one of those big goals like if you zoom out it's just adding points to your life and I know it may be hard if you're in the moment to think of it like that because you maybe have a one-track mind or you're you know you only know what you know in 10 years, you're going to know 10 times the things that you know now. Like, you can't even fathom that right now. You know what I mean? Um, so even right now, maybe the goals that you have right now seem end-all, be-all. And they are because that's the phase of life that you're in. But in 10 years, they won't because that will be a completed phase of life goal segment of your life, plot of your life, if you will. And then you'll have more. And then you'll have more. And then you have more and more. And they're going to be completely different. And that's super cool. It adds spice to your life. Like, once again it's not that deep it's just fun um and of course you could always say like goals give you purpose and meaning um but that's just the overarching like I said like it gives you purpose it gives you meaning it gives you definition of that segment of your life when it gets to like overthinking pressure I just want to close my ears like that's too much for me um, right and now. again, I think that that stops you from even doing it. Oh, absolutely. Which yeah. is why I think that it stops like, the vibe. You absolutely, absolutely, you absolutely should have goals. And I want to make it clear, like this episode is so not us saying like yes, no, good, bad, black, white. It's us saying it's not black and it, white. It's us, yeah. And it shouldn't be. And I think that a huge part of being successful and making goal setting work towards you is not looking at not reaching a goal as a failure you have to look at everything you do as a win instead of everything that you don't do as a loss because that is what's going to make goal setting actually work in your favor and be beneficial because like I said even if you don't reach 100k by January 1st you've still moved somewhere and having that goal in mind and that long-term vision in mind helped you move helped you move forward in any way just as like if you have health goals and things like that moving forward in any way is a win even if you don't hit like a concrete milestone or if you don't even move forward like you still worked learned you still worked like that is progress and moving forward like that is purpose and meaning and that's valuable 
Um, Even failure, per se, is learning. That's why I said accomplishments. are Like, failures are under the accomplishment category because genuinely only failure is one that you let be a failure. Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip? Maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages? Maybe you just want a new skill? Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Carolyn and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer, listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this ambition card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the ambition card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The ambition card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. Because you could fail 10 times over. doesn't matter if you keep going. Like, it only matters when you stop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because genuinely, what is the worst that could happen? Not. Like, you'll figure it out. You learn from it. Whatever. That's baseline. Like, we know this. Um, but also goals. I want to talk about. So we just talked about how goals can be different and evolve and change and blah, 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 blah. But I want to talk about how they kind of don't. Naturally, a part of who you are and what you want, and I know Karen brought this up in the beginning, um, your goals come to be because it has to do with something you want. What do you want? Those are like, what you want is a fundamental part of who you are. It's like, comes from your values. It comes from your values. It's how you want your life to feel. It's natural. Like, you know... Even if you can't articulate it, maybe you know the vibe of what you want in your life, the person you want to be, what you want to do, what you're interested in. That's where your goals stem from. Because if they don't relate to that, then what's the point of having them? Like genuinely, you won't have any interest in working towards them or completing them or putting any effort into goals if they're not what you want. So for me, I always um, talk about this, is like every year you know, New Year's comes around, you're like, what do you want? And it's like, oh, I want literally the same things. Without putting specifics to it, you're like, gym, self-betterment vibes, like, if we're talking about that, like, what is that? That's the same thing every year, whether it's, oh, I want to eat more vegetables, if the specific is, like, I want to eat more vegetables, cook more meals for myself, oh, I want to, you know, meet more people, I want to have better relationships, I want to go to the gym more consistently, I want to get stronger, maybe that subset of the gym is maybe every year you say you want to go to the gym, but this year you say you want to incorporate more running or you want to lift more or you want to go to Pilates or you want to do this. That changes. The actual what you're doing, the like sub steps of it changes, but 
the overarching idea that you want to get stronger, stay healthy, do whatever, that's the same and that's going to stay the same and it has stayed the same and it's not going to change because that's a part of who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's where the goals come from. So even though maybe the steps, if you were to plan them out, that's going to look different, your goals really don't change or a lot of them don't have to change and they can stay the same for 10 15 20 years Mm -hmm. my parents they work out my dad spinning right now that's his goal he has goals in spinning he puts a lot of effort into like biking more 10 years ago he ran a lot 10 years before that he he, like lifted a lot that doesn't change the fact that he's constantly interested in putting effort towards getting stronger staying healthy staying fit Mm -hmm. even though the trajectory of that may change the actual motivations don't change and that's the fundamental goal setting part of it and that's why it doesn't really have to be that specific it doesn't have to be that black and white because it just comes from the vibe it comes from your actual genuine intentions and Mm -hmm. those aren't black and white yes or no those are just the vibe (laughs) that's just who you are you know what I mean so I think Carolyn in the beginning talked about the lifestyle she wants to live and that's like where the goals are derived from or where they're going what their purpose are the purpose of the goals um so like the lifestyle I live is a result of my goals but also my goals are a result of the lifestyle I live and want to live so why do I work out because I want to get stronger I want to feel good I want to look good why do I want that because the more I work out the more goals I can set within that and it's just a cycle of you know moving forward and adapting and changing and growing with those goals it's all cycle you can apply that to anything you can apply that to the like learning guitar example Mm -hmm. why do you want to learn guitar as like your fun goal if it's just a hobby that stays a hobby because music interests you fundamentally like you like music and that's a creative outlet then why do your goals continue to change and grow and get deeper it's to strengthen that you want more of a creative outlet you want more of that in your life and it's just a cycle of your fundamental lifestyle and who you are creating the goals and the goals you know strengthening that lifestyle and just that's what it is that's what you're doing that's the vibe that's your that's who you are that's naturally a part of how goals exist and why they exist yeah I'm thinking a lot as you're talking right now and kind of reflecting on it myself and like kind of what that looks like for me what that means for me and how to connect it kind of to what I was saying in the beginning and I honestly I think it's so true that these overarching goals really stem from our values and from fundamentally who we are and that's why like I've said it so many times and I feel like I felt this way my whole life but it's like I know the that I want to feel successful. I know that I want to feel healthy. I know that I want to have good friendships and relationships in my life, but I don't, I just, I don't need to know exactly in 10 years what that specific success is going to look like. I don't need to know exactly what healthy is going to look like for me in 10 years. I don't need to know exactly what my family and friends and all that are going to look like in 10 years. For me, it's kind of like taking it one step at a time like what makes me feel successful right now or what is something that I'm striving towards that makes me feel successful right now and it could be as simple as I want to check off my to-do list and I want to get my homework done today or it could be like right now I'm starting like an internship search for next spring so right now what would make me feel really successful and take that step forward is like going into internship interviews and getting a good job that I'm excited about and feels like a good position and something that would make me feel successful for that and every time you have that kind of short-term thing that you're striving towards it kind of just funnels into that larger vision of that thing you want to feel it's like how can I find success today how can I find success this month and it all funnels in and takes you one step higher one step higher But you're also finding 
like accomplishment and good feelings in it in everything that it is the same thing with health and fitness you don't need to plan out your workout routine for the next year or what your goals are going to be for the next year you don't need to decide right now I'm going to do an Ironman in three years you can look at like what makes me feel healthy right now sometimes that's having more strength and lifting more sometimes that's feeling like I have more endurance and running more sometimes feeling more healthy just means like finding more rest in your life and more free time or something I think about a lot with that is the over planning and I've done this a million times before is like if you're planning your workouts plan oh this is gonna be my leg day workout and I'm gonna do legs on Monday and then this week I'm gonna lift one plate and then I'm gonna add 10 pounds next week I'm gonna add 10 pounds and then next week I'm going to add 10 pounds and then by this week by six weeks out oh two plates here we go that sounds logical it sounds like you can do it it makes complete sense until you get there and you're like oh I'm a little bit tired today like until it can't be completely linear Mm -hmm. until there are different external factors that go with that but if maybe you plan out this is the progression of my leg workout these are the exercises that I'm going to do this is the number of sets this is the number of reps this is the exertion that I want to use and maybe on Monday high exertion you get two plates and then maybe the next day you can't do that and that's okay because then in two weeks you can do that maybe you can do that in a little bit more because that's what the the waters are allowing for you know what I mean but then long term even though you didn't go up by the same amount every day Mm mm-hmm long term you're gonna get there same thing with running if you plan out oh this week I'm gonna run four miles and then by next week I'll run five and then by the next week I'll run six and the next week I'll run seven so in four weeks you're gonna be able to run seven miles right now you can run four sounds good what if this week crazy burst of energy you run six the next week you're doing four because you're low energy then the next week you're up to five it's not following the same path but then by week set by week four oh you're up to seven like it it can fluctuate and you can still get there Mm -hmm. because you're adapting to the natural like what's going on Mm -hmm. but if you over plan then if you say oh by week in two weeks I'm gonna be able to run six miles and you can't then you're gonna be like fuck I suck like I'm so bad I can't do this like I'm incapable of doing this I should give up and you give up and then you don't know that by the fourth week like you can run seven miles you know what I mean you don't allow for that to happen and trust that it's part of the process and that you will get there by over planning I think that happens a lot with fitness especially if you can't get to a certain number tangible milestone by a certain date you're done because it's black and white it's yes or no it's success it's failure and Mm -hmm. then you failed Mm mm-hmm but no, you didn't because had you allowed for fluctuation and maybe gone one more week, you would have gotten there and then, then it would have been considered a success. Yeah. Or maybe you would have gone from four to five and if you told yourself that it had to be seven, you would see that as a failure instead of seeing, wait, I went from four to five. I'm actually right. capable of more now. I've actually progressed. I'm actually able to do more now. So having a realistic plan, having a plan, having those little goals so helpful so necessary but there needs to be room for flexibility and there needs to be room for intuition in life itself and it can never be seen as a failure nothing is a failure and the most important piece of that or one of the most important pieces of that is having that comfortable relationship with yourself and having like consistent check-ins with yourself or feeling in tune with how you're feeling Because when you do that, you allow yourself to flex and change. You allow yourself to understand, hey, like, my energy levels are so down today. It's okay if today I can't, like, achieve exactly what I had in mind. Or you tell yourself, hey, I know I'm not exactly, like, where I wanted to be right at this day, but look at everything that I've actually done, and I feel really great about that. Like, having a positive and comfortable dialogue with yourself is so important. And also having, like, an kind of honest look at actually where you're at and just having those check-ins like when Catherine and I set a goal in this episode at the beginning of every week that's us like reflecting on what was this last week like highs and low highs and lows and then what's just something casual that I want to focus on right do I spend the entire week 
planning around it. Do I ever even think about it again? Honestly, no. But it's something that just kind of keeps that dialogue with yourself and keeps you checked in with yourself. How you're feeling, what you want. It's less of setting a goal and more of like realizing where maybe needs more effort and just like being aware of it. And I guess the more you do that, the more natural it becomes that like subconsciously you're just going to adapt to that and then fix it. Like I don't, did I set in this goal like I want to go for a long walk? Did I write it down? I did. In the beginning of this episode I said I my goal is to get a long walk in, like put Mm -hmm. effort into like intentionally doing that. Am I going to write it down and make a five-step plan on how to do it? And, like, no. But I said that goal because I felt it. I felt that's where I was lacking and I felt that's what I need to do. Am I going to think of it again in the concept of I set this as a goal that I need to achieve? No. But am I going to go for a long walk? Yes, because step one was acknowledging that I needed to do that. Step two, I guess, was setting the goal, and step three is accomplishing it. But the more you do it, the less you need step two, and the more you can just go from acknowledge, do, acknowledge, do, think yeah. less, do more. Yeah, I I got a new, like, daily planner recently, and there's a whole goal-setting page where it allows you to write goals and not necessarily have a deadline. It's, like, not even on the monthly. It's just kind of, like, a section in there in the beginning. And so I was writing down some goals, and... I was really, like, it almost stresses me out when I go to, like, write down a goal and put it in concrete because it almost brings about this fear of, like, what if I don't get there? Then it feels like I failed. And then you don't do it. more so, I was just writing down the things that I want to see myself do and I want to see myself achieve and then writing down, like, okay, what will it take to actually get there? And I didn't say, by this date I have to do this and on this date I have to do this. It was just, I want to see myself achieving this or feeling this way And to get there, I think that these are the things that I need to focus on and these are the things that I need to be doing to see myself meet that. And that's just so much more of a comfortable thing for me. And, like, you can absolutely put numbers to it and things as well, but understand that that's not the end-all, be-all. As long as you make some sort of strides to it. Right, it's not the number, it's the thing, it's the Right. And a lot of the time, it's the actions, it's those little actions along the way that are actually the most important things. Like, if I have this overarching set goal, and then I'm writing down, okay, these are the things that I need to focus on to get there, like, those are the most important things. Like, if I'm, like, I want to be able to run five miles straight in two months, okay, well, what does that mean? That means that probably I'm going to want to be running, like, twice a week now at, like, a reasonable pace at a reasonable distance so that I can get into the practice and in two months I can be there that's the important thing is the what are you gonna do you know in the weeks and the things leading up to that so that you can actually have made progress towards the time that you want to get there you know like I feel like it's those little things and those little focuses that matter the most like I have a plan with my dad that in six months like we're gonna do this race and it's a long part of his long run so right now I'm like, oh, I need to run. But am I saying, oh, this week I'm going to run five miles and this week, next week I'm going to run six and do that whole thing? No. I have two days a week that I know I'm going to go for a long run because that's what works and that's what I know works for me. Like if it's scheduled, I'm going to do it. But what isn't scheduled is the pace, the time, the distance, the route. Because that would be overwhelming. Because that would be and overwhelming and I'm not going to stick to it and I yeah. wouldn't do it. Because what if that day I'm tired and I can't go as fast maybe I can't go as far but what I am doing is I'm oh this is my long run day and I know that last week like I haven't been um tracking it or like actually putting in like intentionally tracking it like down to the second like with a watch I just know like I have an app going on my phone and I can check it after and see what I did um but I'm not I don't have any expectations with it besides I know that two weeks ago I ran for 30 minutes and it felt fast and it felt good. And then the next day, I actually made it to 35. And then last week, I made it to 40. And then two days ago at 45. That's awesome. And it's felt and it like of feeling good and like I know the I know the time. But you know what I mean? It's naturally I'm just getting I'm progressing and maybe in 2 weeks like easy hour. Or maybe but, in 2 weeks you but, have a day where like 30 minutes feels difficult, but 
you know that that's okay. I know that's okay because maybe I'll take the 30 minutes. That's what I can do. That's what I'm good doing. I'm, why would I push myself? Because in the past, I remember my, like, baseline. Because the other day, it was 45, and I was like, oh, I'm feeling so good. Like, I could go forever. I could have done that, but then I knew that I would have been physically exhausted. I wouldn't have been able to make it to my workout tomorrow, and then I would have thrown myself off. And then next week, I wouldn't have been able to get to the 50. Mm-hmm. And then maybe running an hour then would have put me back in the long run even though like oh I did complete that because one time I literally felt good running I it was a four mile run I ended up doing like 12 or something Mm -hmm. because it just like felt good and happened didn't work out for the next four days I'm gonna I was gonna no no it was it was the worst it was literally and I was like oh my god I'm so good 12 mile run and then I did an hour lift I don't know what what drugs I was on but like that felt good in the moment I didn't work out for the next three days because I physically couldn't move and that put me farther than than I would have been had I just done a normal amount. Right. But now I think about that every time I'm like, oh, this feels good. Like, I could keep going. Let's push it. Like, obviously push it, but don't, don't like, triple your workout. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because I feel like that happens sometimes if you're if things are just really flowing, really aligning. Yeah. Like, do the most. Do what you can, but don't run a marathon and then do a lift and then expect yeah. to do it again tomorrow like don't make that your new baseline because it's not going to work yeah because you're not going to be able to move tomorrow so takeaways from this conversation I kind of want to list mine and then you can list yours because they may be similar they may be different your goals goals are so important to have in life long term short term but where we go wrong is seeing them as black and white your goals should not seem forced in any way your goals should come intuitively from what you're actually drawn to in life and the way that you want your life to look like and feel and sometimes it's better for your long-term goals to be more of a broad vision than to be specific pinpointed long-term goals that don't allow for any flexibility on the path to get there and you should never see not reaching a specific goal as a failure set goals and look at all of the progress made to get there and every step that you've taken as a win instead of looking at maybe not achieving that exact specific thing as a loss and if you do achieve that specific thing then really celebrate it as well because everything that you're doing towards this and goal setting in general is to drive you forward and is to keep you conscious of the things you want out of life and to keep you conscious of showing up as the person you want to be in the life that you want to have and just moving yourself forward and it should not be something that adds stress stress and pressure and kind of like debilitates you if you feel like you're not getting there every single step that you take you should allow yourself to let that feel like a win my takeaways number one is because this is like how the episode came to be is Goals are there to add spice to your life. Sub point, supporting point. Goals shouldn't have so much pressure that it's almost paralyzing. Mm-hmm. It's not that deep. You're just vibing. You're just living life. Do what you're going to do. Do it well. Do it to the best of your ability. Do what you want. I just had a thought as well to add. I think that sometimes tasks, like specific tasks, have to have deadlines and stuff. I wouldn't put that in the, like, category of a goal. I would put that in, like, a task. Like, I was thinking if you have college applications and you, like, legitimately have a deadline, you can't be like, oh, I'll just see what I get as progress. You know, like, that is actually no, a like, task be, that has a deadline that you <laughs> have to do. Be fucking for real. Like, be fucking for real with that. Like, I have a quiz Yeah. in 10 minutes. Like, that's not – my goal isn't – Oh, I'm going to do my quiz. No, because I have to do the quiz. Right. My goal is overarching. I want to learn while I'm in school. Exactly. Part of what goes into completing that goal is completing this yeah. quiz. So meet your deadlines with tasks. So do... But, don't use this as an excuse to be like, oh, well, they told me I didn't have to. <laughs> don't don't, I don't like, show up to class I and be like, oh, well, like Catherine said I don't have to. Because again, doing those hard things is important and you can enjoy those hard things. So, you know... Welcome to the double take. You guys are new here. Double take, little Q and A segment. Um, double take because sometimes we give 
alternate opinions and there's two of us so you get two takes on one question um but people wrote in on the at girls with goals pod instagram if we're doing a double take i'll put a question box up on there or one of our personal accounts so make sure you're following those but we'll just answer a couple here number one what is your advice for setting achievable goals don't put too much pressure on it don't over plan it know the direction you're heading in and maybe the end result be okay with that evolving yeah be okay with it evolving be realistic with your goals so that you actually get excited about doing them because if you set a goal that is just unrealistic for yourself it's gonna feel like what's the word that you just used paralyzing I keep saying debilitating yeah paralyzing like you're gonna feel paralyzed to even start if you know from the beginning that it's unrealistic for you so make it realistic so that you're excited about actually showing up to work towards it question number two similar but said just says I don't know how to set realistic goals that's true how do you set realistic goals what is that mean realistic number one sometimes I say I don't like the word realistic because sometimes it's used when I think of when I think of the word realistic is like asking your parents to do something or like sharing something you want to do and someone being like oh my god be realistic like don't like shooting down an idea you can go for whatever you want you can have ideas for whatever you want Mm -hmm. how you get there and being realistic and how you get there is not putting too much pressure on yourself like we said like take all the advice from this episode being having realistic goals kind of doesn't have to do with the end result the realism the realisticness happens on the way to getting there yeah and so that's kind of the subcategories you can take in smaller chunks um more attainable achievable like digestible little pieces if you will um but don't don't dumb down your your end result goals Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when i say be realistic i truly believe that you can do fucking anything that you want like you can you can do anything no one in this world like we're all in the same world we all exist here and we can all create whatever we want to create and do whatever we want to do the realistic part of it comes in where it's understanding that all good things can take time understanding that it's gonna take work and it's gonna take time and being realistic about like this milestones along the way of getting to that overall vision all of your overall visions can come true I'm saying be realistic with the timing of it and with what you're asking yourself in those short-term periods like realistic of what you're asking from yourself every day in order to get there but your long-term vision you can do that no doubt Last double take question is, what if I don't know what my goals are? Okay. They'll come don't when you have it. some, but like, you don't, you don't need a goal. Surely you're doing something in your life. Like you can argue the goals, mm-hmm. but like, don't force yourself to have a goal just because you feel like you need to have a goal. Oh, this is what we didn't talk about really quickly. Social media. It makes you feel like number one, you need to have a goal. One specific goal if we're talking about like TikTok wellness lifestyle like that girl if you're in this space like you know what I'm talking about that is not the end-all be-all I feel like it takes out any very social media and like societal pressure nowadays takes out any variation or uniqueness of your lifestyle and your goals and it makes you feel like you need need to have this one specific very niche very detailed goal of who you want to be and how you want to live not the case you can live that life and three others and you can contradict yourself 10 times over like do whatever you want to do like you do not have to um do that I say that and then I am that but be self-aware um but also social media you see other people living or sharing that they are living in this completed goal that they are already at your end result people who like share that they have the lifestyle that maybe you want who knows Who's to say that they are there or that anyone can ever be there? Like, goals are always an evolution, work in progress, blah, blah, blah. But it makes you feel like you have to be there now and you have to be at one certain goal and you have to be there now. And there's no time to get there. But, like, you have time. You have so much time. Take your time. You don't have to complete the goal the second you set it. Maybe the reason that you're struggling to define what your goals are is because you're seeing or you're thinking that the goal has to be because you're black or white you're thinking that you have to force a very specific goal instead I would just start looking at how you visualize when you think of your happiest healthiest most successful looking life 
what are the things that you visualize? What do you see with that? And kind of take it from there and know that it doesn't have to be black or white or concrete. Just start kind of visualizing what could make you happy and feel good. You don't need to have goals just because you feel like you need to have goals. Like, you'll have goals eventually. New goals, more goals. But I think you do have goals is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think you do have goals, but I feel like the pressure is you feel like you have to have a specific goal, maybe. And you feel like you have to have these hardcore, like, black and white, like we said, goals. Anyway, another one, because more questions are coming in as I'm, like, refreshing. But how do you accept or decide when goals change? This specific example is study, study, do I study abroad? Um, It's going to delay my graduation by a semester. Study abroad. Oh, my God. Like, there's no, like, literally study abroad. Who cares when you graduate? No, because think about the long term of life. Like, zoom out in your life. It's literally six months. Right now. It's quite literally yeah. six months Right of your now, life. you're, like, like move on. at this very small pinpoint of your life where six months feels like so much. Zoom out. Zoom out. You're going to have so many different interests. You're going to have so many different careers. You're going to have so many different, if you are traveling, places that you go, places that you live, people that you see, relationships that you're in, like... In your life, honestly, like, add something to it now anytime that you can. You have a long life and there's a lot of space to fill. If you have an opportunity and you want to take it, take it. Um, So, I mean, that's that. I feel like I could talk about this for a moment. But if you want to talk about this more, feel free to, like, DM us or write us a little message. Whatever it is, we love hearing from you. But other than that, thank you for listening to us. Follow the show wherever you listen, on Spotify, on Apple. Give us a rating and a review. We seriously appreciate that. And again, like Catherine mentioned in the beginning, follow the podcast on social media. The podcast has its own Instagram and TikTok at Girls with Goals Pod. And you can also find our personal accounts at Caroline Kameen and at and Catherine Kameen. Okay, bye. See you next Monday. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com podcast. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said. Done. It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com.